Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 16, verses 14 through 17. This isn't a terribly long text, but there's a lot in here that takes some time for us to slow down and connect some dots. So let's jump right in. Verse 14. The Pharisees, who were lovers of money, heard all these things, and they ridiculed him. Now, what were all the things that the Pharisees heard? Well, the last couple devotions make that pretty clear. Jesus is talking about the importance of his disciples using their financial resources, their material possessions, not just for worldly things and personal pleasures, the way the world uses those things, but for kingdom purposes for eternal results. And if you haven't heard those devotions from the last couple days, you should go back and listen to them because they really set the stage for this text and they're challenging and important for those of us who grow up around wealth like Americans do to understand. So the Pharisees are ridiculing the idea that Jesus is expecting them to use all of their possessions for kingdom purposes. Verse 15, and Jesus said to them, you are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. So the Pharisees, these rule-following Jews, these proud law abiders, have figured out a way to justify themselves before men. There are a bunch of ceremonial laws and rules and rituals that allow them to both love their money, but still give some of it to the temple and some of it to the work of the Lord so that they can feel good before themselves and others about not loving money the way that Jesus is accusing them of. Jesus continues in verse 16. The law and the prophets were until John, that's a reference to John the Baptist, who is the last prophet before Jesus came. And before John the Baptist came on the scene, the law and the prophets were the way that people related to God through what was written in the Old Testament, the law and the prophets. Jesus says since then, that is since John the Baptist, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached and everyone forces his way into it. So that's a difficult little phrase there at the end of verse 16. Everyone forces his way into it. But we get some help when we go back to Matthew chapter 11 verse 12 where there is a parallel text. And here's what that says. From the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and the violent take it by force. So in this very similar passage, Matthew's text seems to suggest that there is violent opposition coming against the kingdom of heaven. If you take that idea and read the end of verse 16 in Luke 16 through that lens where it says, and everyone forces his way into it, you could understand that to mean that there is opposition against the good news of the kingdom of God that is preached. And we know that that's true. There is opposition, even violent opposition against the good news of the kingdom of God that is preached. And this violent opposition is coming from people like the Pharisees, religious Jewish people who want to stay under the old way of doing things that was prescribed by the law and the prophets, which also allowed them, getting back to this issue of money, to both love money, which Jesus just said in the text right before this, that you can't love God and love money. You'll hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. But under 
of the old way of doing things, these guys have been allowed to both love money and justify themselves or give the impression that they don't love money because they give some of it away according to the prescriptions of the ceremonial laws and Old Testament way of doing things. Jesus is exposing them for their love of money because when he tells them, as he has in the last two texts that we've covered, that every one of their material possessions and resources should be directed toward kingdom ends, not towards selfish or worldly ends, they ridiculed him. Finally, verse 17, but it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one dot of the law to become void. So this reminds us of something Jesus said back in Matthew chapter 5 verses 17 and 18 where he makes it clear that he didn't come to abolish the law but to fulfill it. As the good news of the kingdom of God is preached which Jesus just referenced in the previous verse this good news isn't totally negating everything that was ever in the Old Testament. Rather it is ushering in the new covenant as compared to the old covenant and this new covenant is a new era in God's program. A new era in God's relating to his people. And under the new covenant, God doesn't just say everything I said in the Old Testament is done, it's abolished, it no longer applies. Rather, the new covenant builds on the old covenant, redefining the letter of the law by focusing on the spirit of the law. Here's an example. Jesus said, you have heard it said you shall not commit adultery, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. In other words, the Old Testament law is still there, but the new covenant understanding of that is that every man who's ever lived has broken that law because the law is no longer about did you sleep with somebody and actually have intercourse with somebody who's not your wife but rather did you even think about it in your mind guilty 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 the other thing about the new covenant which is really good news for us is that Jesus came to fulfill the law so where we fail to meet God's righteous and perfect standards which are required to be in a relationship with him and in eternity with him after we die, where we fail, Jesus perfectly followed the law. Jesus was perfectly righteous. He never sinned one time, not even a thought in his mind. Therefore, when Jesus goes to the cross, dies, rises again, God allows that perfection to be attributed to us when we put our faith in Christ. So not even one dot of the law is voided. In fact, under the new covenant, the law becomes more stringent. And under the new covenant, rather than jumping through a bunch of religious hoops that the Pharisees took prior in doing themselves, even though it was not sufficient to fully solve their sin problem, we're in a situation where we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And our response to that kind of lavish and gracious treatment from God should be nothing less than our willingness to use all of our possessions, all of our money, not just 10% of it as prescribed in the Old Covenant, to support the advancement and the preaching of the good news of the kingdom. Man, there's a lot there and we got deep, quick. I hope it's helpful. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring Inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. 
We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.